Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. These guys are radical. I had no idea about them until last night, and now I'm totally in. I've been, I've been listening to the album all day long. Bad Flower is their name. I had no clue, but then I learned all about them last night. They were the opener for Incubus. What a great show. What a great evening it was. And uh, if you were there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. More with Andrew Houghton live from the Big Sky kickoff here uh, in just a minute. But if you missed anything in the first hour of the show, Andrew came on to break down what's going on over there in Spokane. Uh, I, Coulter Nuanas, here on Nuanas Now, coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. First time in more than a decade that I've missed uh, the Big Sky kickoff, but that's okay. I didn't really miss it because I did several interviews this morning, and Andrew's there, and so we have all sorts of dialogue going back and forth, and we will, of course, have so much Big Sky coverage coverage coming at you. So if you missed anything in the first hour, we wrapped about it with Andrew. We also heard from Bobby Houck and Brent Vegan, the two head coaches here in Montana. Uh, of both the uh, Grizz and Bobcats, respectively, heard from Trajan Cotton, senior defensive back from the University of Idaho, or from the uh, University of Montana, excuse me, and then uh, we heard from Jason Eck, the head coach of the University of Idaho, as well. Plenty more Big Sky kickoff sound bites coming up, including Nolan Askelson, a linebacker for the Montana State Bobcats. He will join us here uh, about 5:30. But everything from today's first hour available. On the Nuanas Now podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, all those good things. Five stars, preferred. You can find it on all your various podcast hosting platforms. And the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications. The M Store, where they're all grizz all the time. And the Montana State Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org. You want to be a part of the show, call us or text us. Right now, text us, because we're about to go to the Rankage Brothers RV phone line to talk to Andrew some more. But text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. And uh, any and all texts, we'll get to them if you uh, just send them along. That's 888-1029. It's time now for our Big Sky Spotlight, presented by Maldonado Law. 
Dave Maldonado, one of the top criminal defense lawyers in the state, also an excellent litigator when it comes to personal injury or DUIs. Visit BigSkyDefender.com. We go to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in. Once again, our good buddy Andrew Houghton, our producer here uh, at Nuanas Now, as well as a contributing writer at Skyline Sports. I know he's got a bunch of stuff coming up at SkylineSportsMT.com. He's also been doing these awesome Big Sky figures to remember, so go check out his uh, last couple of those as well. Uh, Andrew, I know that you didn't actually get over to Spokane until yesterday, but uh, it actually was a big weekend for the Big Sky, not only the, the media day and the kickoff, but the, the Big Sky Hall of Fame induction ceremony played out on Saturday night, and uh, this has been a long time coming for this project to actually come to fruition, but now here we are. We've had a couple classes in a row, and I'm excited to see this Big Sky Hall of Fame uh, ceremony grow. I'm certainly going to try to attend the next one. Uh, it was fun to watch it, though. I, they streamed it on ESPN+, Plus, and I was able to watch it. So I know you weren't there for it, but uh, any scuttle, any conversations, any, any stuff coming out when it comes to the Hall of Fame weekend this weekend for the Big Sky? Um, not really. We were mostly focused on the football today. I did get a couple good stories out of uh, Marty Morningwang about Larry Kraskowiak. Good. Uh, apparently tried to get him to play tight end for the Grizz there. <laughs> That's a pretty tall tight end. But Coach K goes about 6'10 and a half. So uh, that'd be one of the taller tight ends in the history of football, really. That'd be, that would have been a spectacle to see. As as both Marty and I mentioned, we think he uh, he made the right choice. <laughs> yes, thirteen seasons in the NBA. I think uh, I think Larry Kostoviak certainly uh, made the the, uh, the right choice. So uh, it'll be fun to see. We'll review some of these Big Sky Hall of Fame inductees later on in the week as well. But let's keep talking Big Sky kickoff. We talked about the new coaches in the league, and there's five of them: Mickey Mantle at, at uh, Weber State, Andy Thompson at Sacramento State, Cody Hawkins at Idaho State, Paul Wolf at Cal Poly and Ed Lamb at Northern Colorado. Then you got the head coaches of uh, the teams that are, are sort of rolling. I mean, the defending champ, Big Sky Conference champ, Bob Katz, uh, Brent Vegan back for his third season at the helm. Bobby Houck now uh, in year six and season five at, uh, at the University of Montana. Uh, but then you have a couple coaches that are just sort of in limbo. They're not new uh, and they're also not the head coaches of the playoff teams. I'm basically only thinking of two guys, Bruce Barnum of Portland State and Chris Ball of Northern Arizona. Did you get a chance to make the rounds with those guys? And, and if so, uh, what do you think of those two? And, and and even if you didn't get to see those guys, it's just an interesting dynamic uh, of where they're at. Barnum's been at Portland State now for a while, had some success early, hasn't had much success since then, but has also never been as bad as the bottom of the conference. And at NAU, they had all this hype, and they had these great players like R.J. Martinez and Kevin Daniels, but that has not really translated into victories as well. So did you get a chance to see those guys? And if so, or I guess just in general, what do you think of those two programs? Yeah, it is interesting. Um, I did not get a chance to visit with either of those guys, sort of for the reasons you mentioned. I just there were, there were a bunch of other teams, a bunch of other coaches who were higher on my list, so I didn't get a chance to... I visited with Bruce Barnum really quickly, but I didn't really get a chance to talk to either him or with Chris Ball. It's it's interesting because both of those guys, they're sort of at, at different points. It feels weird to put them in a group together. Um, but yeah, I just I, there's not much to say for me about, particularly about NAU this year. I'm, I'm interested to see, I guess, what they are potentially going to be. I just don't know where the interesting storylines are going to come out of there unless it's, is, is this Chris Ball's final year? 
to sort of uh, to show something there in Northern Arizona. Well, I think they're actually there's a really interesting storyline with their quarterback situation because NAU has been able to get really good quarterbacks over the years. Then they had this stalwart quarterback in Case Cookus, who was a starter for parts of five full seasons, and uh, then they uh, you know sort of they have a coaching change and. They bring in this hotshot kid in R.J. Martinez, and Martinez kind of takes the league by storm. They beat Arizona in his, I think, second career start, and then they aren't able to really put, turn that into much of uh, any more success. But he's the freshman of the year. He's got all this hype. But then last year, he wasn't even on the all-conference team, even though he was one of the best players in the league. And he proved that he was one of the best talents in the league by transferring to Baylor uh, in the offseason. So certainly one of the guys that uh, proved that he could, quote-unquote, move up and get into the Power Five. Well, now you have a wide-open quarterback position there at NAU. They're in a spot where you can get some great high school talent. They're also in a spot where you can certainly bring in a drop-down guy if you are so inclined. And they also brought in a transfer from within the conference, and his name is Daniel Britt. He used to play at Montana, so I do think there's some some intrigue there. I think Chris Ball has proven that he can recruit. They've had some really good pl- individual players there, but I have no idea what's holding NAU back. It seems as if the talent has not necessarily uh, crossed over into then boom, uh, producing any sort of wins. And so it is. It's a uh, it's an interesting situation to be sure. You, you mentioned the Weber State guys, uh, Andrew. And I do find it interesting that they sort of had this carryover in culture. And you've been sort of standing on the table for them a lot because I think that you sort of nailed it in our Big Sky Breakdown talking about how Jay Hill was there long enough that that you think that a lot of that stuff is going to carry over. I mean, just elaborate on that. It seems as if that what you thought would be true is true. Yeah, I just think that, uh, you know, in the couple years that we've covered Weber, that I've covered Weber under Jay Hill, it's just, the image that they have in my mind and the image that's been built up for my interactions with those guys are that those are just the, that's the no drama, completely professional, uh, straightforward team in the league. They know what they do well. And certainly that was true under Jay Hill, uh, with the defense and particularly the defense in the secondary. And then of course the special teams and they have complete confidence in those things that they do well. And they are completely confident that those things are enough to carry them to, Conference titles, playoff appearances, playoff wins, etc. And I just, that is the exact vibe that I got from the Weber guys uh, this year. I mean, it helps, of course, that Winston Reed was there representing for them. Noah Tagi was there representing for Weber State at this Big Sky kickoff. I mean, guys who have come up in that culture, right? Guys who, who know what the program is about. Guys who aren't going to stress unnecessarily about, uh, you know, every every coach, every player in the league says we're not thinking about the expectations. We're not thinking about where the preseason poll has us ranked. Uh, the weird, It's a little bit more believable coming from the guys who have been in Weaver's program for a while. So that's the vibe I got. New Orleans Now, ESPN Radio. It's our Big Sky Spotlight presented by Maldonado Law. Visit BigSkyDefender.com. How about just the polls in general? I sort of gave my two cents on the polls, but what would you think? The Cats, uh, overwhelming favorites, 10 out of the 12 First place votes in the coaches poll, uh, and then uh, 26 of the 38 first place votes in the media poll. A couple of the biggest delineations in the league was between uh, Idaho, who was picked second in the media poll and fifth in the coaches poll, Montana, who was third in the media and sixth in the coaches poll, 
So, I mean, what'd you think? It's a, it's a consensus for the Cats, but it seems to be some differing opinions between the media and the coaches about two of the other contenders in the league in Idaho and Montana. Yeah, I think you can make a, a big deal out of that, but I think that the broad strokes, both of the uh, both the media and the coaches got the things that they absolutely had to get right, right. I think Montana State being the consensus favorite is, is absolutely true. I think that's one thing that they had to get right. And I think if you look at the, the actual vote numbers in the polls, a gigantic gap between the top six in whatever order you have them in uh, and then whoever you have at seven. I think both of those uh, both of those delineations were things that they had to get right, and they did. I, I'll say it's not surprising that the media has uh, the big brands, the big names, uh, the fancy, uh, the most heavily media-covered teams in the league, higher than the coaches, right? Idaho and Montana. I just thought that was interesting uh, that two of the biggest brands in the league got the boost from the media. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of discussion about the coaches having – UC Davis, uh, number two. I don't know where I'm at with that. I think for one thing, it, it's super close between Davis and the other uh, four teams in the top five there in the coaches' poll. So I think that's that's acceptable. I think you can squint at UC Davis's roster, and I think you can squint at what they did last year and say, this is a team that can really contend for the conference. I mean, if you're high on Miles Hastings, he's coming back at quarterback there. If you're high on some of the other guys they've got coming back, and of course, I think that the coaches probably pretty predisposed to um, give a little bit of extra credit to a team coached by Dan Hawkins, right? A guy who I know that they all have a ton of respect for. So I'm surprised to see UC Davis at number two in the coaches' poll, but when you really think through it, it's not that shocking. Who well, is now Andrew Houghton joining us live from the Big Sky Kickoff? Davis is going to be good up front. I actually think they can be really good up front offensively. I think Jake Parks is one of the top guys in the league, and I, I was glad to see him on the preseason uh, all-league team. Miles Hastings, people forget, because Tommy Mallott at Montana State and Giovanni McCoy at uh, Idaho are such huge stars. People forget that the first-team all-league quarterback a year ago was Miles Hastings when he was only a sophomore. So if he takes another step, I mean, I think that that's probably one of the reasons why the coaches are high on Davis, because Davis has the most established uh, and productive starter in the league, not named Tommy Mallott and Giovanni McCoy. So I think that goes a long ways. I also think that Davis last year was uh, impacted by a lot of injuries and bad luck, and they had a, a really tough start to their year, but then they surged and almost made the playoffs down the stretch. So I think that how well they were playing towards the end of the year helps them as well. And I also think they have uh, a favorable schedule. Uh, there is some tough games, but they don't have to play Montana State. Uh, that certainly helps. Uh, they also don't have to play Idaho. That certainly helps. Here's Davis's uh, schedule just from start to finish. They're at Texas A&M Commerce. Then they're at Oregon State. Then they host Southern Utah. So that's a that's a non-conference where you expect to probably get two wins. Then in conference play, they play Eastern Washington, Cal Poly. So I think they'll be heavily favored in both those games. Then they got the Grizz coming to Davis. That's a huge game. That's a swing game. It's a it's a it's a coin flip game. I don't know. Uh, who would be the favorite in that one? But certainly, if Davis could beat the Grizz on their on Davis's home field, now you got a lot of momentum. Then they're at Weber State. Then they play Northern Arizona, Portland State at Idaho State. So you think he can probably get rolling there as well? And then they got the Cosway Classic against Sac State. So I mean, I think when you look at that schedule, Andrew, I mean, the Montana game is just so big because you know you could totally see this UC Davis team being an eight or even nine win team going into the Causeway Classic if they beat Montana. Uh, 
but either way, I, I, I do sort of see the path you can get to to think that Davis is a pretty good team. Yeah, and that's sort of my biggest takeaway from the poll. The, the coaches think that Davis, uh, far from being a uh, playoff contender, they think that Davis is a team that can really get to the top of the league. And that's a tier above from where I had them graded in the preseason. But, it, you know, it's it's a really important data point that the coaches think that they're that caliber of team. Yeah, I think that it's huge for Davis to get that Montana game at home. Uh, it's going to be huge for them to build up momentum over the couple weeks before that game, right, so that you have an actual home field advantage when the Grizz come to town. Because, like you said, that's a, that's a huge swing game in, in the conference this season. And I think a lot of it will come down to uh, what's, what's the atmosphere like there. Juan is now ESPN Radio. Andrew Houghton coming to us live from Spokane, Washington. He's there covering the Big Sky Conference kickoff on behalf of ESPN Radio and Skyline Sports. Let's talk about the Grizz then for a minute. We, we talked about you know the disappointments of last year. We talked about that ad nauseum. We also talked about the attrition at Montana because they do lose a bunch of really talented players headlined by Patrick O'Connell, who's a Buck Buchanan Award finalist, Justin Ford, who's an All-American uh, at cornerback, um, as well as Robbie Howe, who's the all-time leading tackler in the history of the Big Sky Conference, plus Malik Flowers, one of the top kick returners the league has seen. Coming out of last year's 8-5 uh, and five season that ended with a, a what became a lopsided victory, or excuse me, but what became a lopsided defeat at the hands of North Dakota State in Fargo, but also a, a season that was disappointing because of the, the middle part of it. Montana was riding really high, and then they lost three in a row, dropping to Idaho and Weber State, uh, and then they got smacked by the Bobcats in the rivalry game as well, limped into the playoffs, were able to win a playoff game, uh, but then kind of hit, uh, you know, ran into the juggernaut. That is the NDSU Bison uh, a couple rounds too early. And, uh, you know, the thing is, there's no shame in losing in Fargo because guess what? Everybody loses in Fargo, and that's quite literally true. The Bison have not lost uh, a home playoff game in quite some time. So, uh, again, though, the other part about this Montana season is is overcoming all of what I just mentioned, but also adjusting to new play callers on both sides of the ball. Brett Pease has to be one of the most decorated offensive coordinators the Big Sky Conference has seen. This guy has been an OC in the SEC at both uh, Kentucky and Florida. He also is at Boise State. Uh, his credentials are, are very, very impressive. And uh, he's been back at his alma mater coaching wide receivers, but now he gets a chance to run the offense. Ronnie Bradford's resume very impressive as well, but Bradford has no experience as a play caller. Bradford's resume is so impressive because he was a 10-year NFL veteran, played in a Super Bowl, picked off John Elway once upon a time when he was playing for the Atlanta Falcons, and has been a, a top-level college coach, coaching at USC and uh, you know on down the line before then uh, sliding in and now taking over as the defensive coordinator. But he has no play-calling experience at all. So Andrew asked Bobby Houck about the new coordinators at Montana. The big story around the team, I guess, going into the season, a couple changes on the coaching staff with Brent Pease going to, to offensive coordinator and Ronnie Bradford going to defensive coordinator. What did you see from those guys that, that made you confident that they would be able to handle those roles, and what have you seen from them since those those changes? Well, they've got great experience. Uh, they know a lot of football, so there's, there's no problem uh, handling those jobs. Um, but they're good guys. They're smart. Uh, they have great background and knowledge of the game of football. And it's college football. There's always change. You know, whether it's whether it's roster uh, turnover or 
staff turnover. That's the way it is. And a little freshen up of the approach would be great for us. Where are you guys at this year compared to to past years in terms of what you are bringing back on the roster? You know, I was talking to to A.J. Forbes. You got a bunch of the offensive line back. You got a lot of skill position guys back on offense. Where does this sort of measure up with what you're bringing back? Well, that's sort of college football. You know, there's always there's always roster turnover and attrition. Uh, that's the way it is. Um, that's how how intercollegiate athletics works. Um, excited about the offensive line. Certainly bringing those guys back. It's a great place to be able to hang your hat and say, hey, we're I think we're going to be pretty good there. Uh, but on the other side of the ball, we lose three All-Americans. That's a lot of production to try to replace a lot of experience, a lot of... Toughness and playmaking ability, so we've got our hands full. But that again, that's what you do in college football. You uh, you replace guys that go out the door and you excel. And I think we have a good football team. We have a lot of good players, and we'll have a chance to to be very competitive. We'll see if the new uh, fresh ideas play out for Montana. Uh, but I do think it's a, it was a good move to do something and, and reshuffle some stuff. And I also think that, uh, again, the resume for Brent P is very, very impressive. And if Ronnie Bradford can pick up the uh, the play calling element, I mean, that's the thing is Ronnie Bradford certainly knows defense. No question. He played in the NFL for 10 years. He's coached at USC. I mean, the guy has been around for a really long time. The art of calling plays within the scope of a game, though, it's a learned skill. And there's people that are, you know, naturally inclined to being good at it, but reps are key. It's just like the game of football. Uh, so we shall see. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. The last one about the Grizz I wanted to ask you, uh, Andrew, Andrew Houghton joining us uh, on the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. And you sort of uh, alluded to this. But Levi Janicaro, who was a starter for the second half of the year last year and put up some pretty good numbers for Montana. He was voted to the preseason All-League team, and it's, it's sort of the the next chapter of what has been a great story for a kid right here in Missoula, Montana, a kid that was sort of a, a gun-run type wildcat quarterback at Missoula Big Sky, got a Big Sky to one of their great football seasons in the school's history, and uh, but then had not not nobody was really recruiting him because nobody knew what he was going to play at the college level. Well, when Bobby Houck took over as the Montana head coach, one of the first things he did was drive down to Missoula Big Sky and said, hey, son, I don't know what we want you to play, but we want you to be a Grizz. Janet Carroll committed. He came in as a running back, then he was a fullback, and then he was a linebacker, and he's played multiple different linebacker spots. Now he's wearing number 37, and he's a preseason uh, all-league guy. It's never a surprise when a Montana linebacker lands on the preseason all-league team because they just had a conveyor belt of, of just unbelievably productive linebackers for, the I mean, the duration of my life, basically. It's linebacker you, both in the big sky and the FCS. Uh, but what did you just think of the Missoula boy landing uh, on the preseason team? Yeah, I certainly wasn't shocked. I mean, I think that uh, if you go back and listen to our preseason big sky conference picks podcast, I had him on my ballot, certainly for that for that team um, you know, I, I mean, maybe I was a little bit harsh in the first hour. I mean, he's certainly a guy who deserves to be on, on the all-conference team. I had him on my ballot. I think he he's a guy who's going to have a big year. It's uh, You know, you go back and look at the stats from last year, 87 tackles on a defense that also had Robbie Houck and Marcus Wellno and Patrick O'Connell. He had 10 tackles for loss. He only had one and a half sacks, but he had six quarterback hits. So he had the opportunity to have a bunch more sacks. I think he's he's sort of a nailed-on preseason all-conference kind of player because uh, 
Uh, you look, he is third on the team in tackles last year. Well, the top two guys are gone. Somebody's going to step up into that role. He's the best bet. And also, you know, his statistics were good enough last year to get him that spot anyway, even if you're not giving him a bonus for being sort of at the center of the Grizz defense. So I, I, I certainly wasn't shocked, and I, I in fact, was, was glad to see the Missoula kid on there. Nolan Askelson, linebacker for Montana State, who's wearing the Bobcats legacy number 41. He's coming up here on Nuanas now in about, I don't know, probably about 10 minutes. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But Andrew Houghton joining us live from the Big Sky kickoff. Last thing for you then, Andrew, I talked a lot about the Cats when you weren't on with us, but what did you think of just sort of uh, the vibe around Montana State? They, they, are, they are in the midst of one of the great runs in their school's history. I mean, 12 wins is a school record, and they've done that two seasons in a row, so hard to argue with how good Brent Vegan has been so fast at Montana State. Uh, but now they got the targets on their back. They're the defending champions. They're the preseason picks, and uh, they do return a ton. But they also have a ton of stuff swirling, and with more success comes a bigger target on your back. So what did you just think in general of, of the vibe around Montana State? Yeah, I didn't see any signs of stress from the Montana State guys. I thought Brent Vegan was sort of uh, steady as ever. Um, not one of the guys who, who's going around shaking hands and slapping backs, but he he's good. He was friendly with everybody. He was certainly good in the interviews. I thought it was interesting. Uh, that they brought Sean Chambers this year after bringing Tommy Malott for the Big Sky kickoff last year, but I really enjoyed talking uh, with Sean Chambers. They, uh, I don't think they've lost sight of that. They still have the next steps to take with this team, right? They're, the expectations for them are incredibly high, and they haven't lost sight of, of that, what that means. I mean, they brush past, uh, of course, being the consensus number one in both polls, as you would expect them to sort of saying that that doesn't matter, and it's a cliche answer, of course, but it seemed genuine from those guys. So I was uh, I was impressed with Montana State. It's just they're getting so close to the breaking point, right, because there's only one more step that that program can take, and the, the pressure mounts. I mean, it, it's just so, so difficult. They understand how difficult it is to take the next step, which, of course, would be winning a national championship. Uh, and they also know that that's the only uh, thing that will make this season be considered a success for them. But even with all that pressure, uh, I thought that they were steady. I thought that they were professional. Um, I, I didn't really notice any change this season from last season. Andrew Houghton here on Nuana is now where you can find him almost always. You can also check out his work, SkylineSportsMT.com. Thanks for chiming in, man. We really appreciate you for uh, taking the time going over to Spokane, and uh, we'll see you when you get back. But safe travels. Sounds good, man. Have a good rest of the show. There you go. Andrew Houghton here on Nuanez Now. Speaking of the uh, Bobcats, we'll bookend it. Nolan Askelson, a senior linebacker for MSU, will join us next. Don't change that dial. Keep it right here. It's Nuanez Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. 
mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, we handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days and that's when you need our help that's when you need to call schulte law firm because we know the players we know the game we can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want if you've had a bad day visit jschultilaw.com ESPN Radio. More Incubus, because I had myself a grand time at the Incubus concert last night. And uh, if you were there, I bet you you did too. The Big Sky kickoff today in Spokane, Washington. I am not there because I am here at the ESPN MT studio here. Incubus was here last night? Oh, yeah. What? You didn't know that? I completely missed this. This guy runs the trail. Yeah. He has no idea. (laughs) I guess I just forgot. You're well, kidding. Our great friend, Alanya, who yeah. is, who's uh, bringing, spearheading the efforts to bring so much of this great music to Missoula. She yeah. worked here with us at Missoula Broadcast for a really long time. But I saw her last night, and I was so happy to see her. Uh, she was on the trail forever with you. Yeah. Uh, but I, I said, man, I can't believe you got Incubus to come to Missoula. And she's like, my number one goal when I got this job is to bring Incubus to Missoula. Like these, <laughs> this, is, this is one of my favorite bands of all time. We had to get them here. That's so sweet. And uh, it was dope. It was super, super, super fun. So uh, I got Incubus on the brain. But we got football to talk about. Caught up with a Montana State senior linebacker earlier today. Big Sky kickoff. Spokane, Washington. We're splitting it up. I figured if I stayed in Montana... And we sent Andrew Houghton. We could actually double up the coverage. So I am on the phone from the ESPN MT studio, but providing coverage of the Big Sky kickoff. We're joined now by one one of Montana's favorite sons, Nolan Askelson. He's the new number 41 there at Montana State, a billing senior product headed into his senior year and a linebacker who's expected to have a great season there uh, at Montana State. Nolan, appreciate you being here, man. It's crazy to think. I, I remember when we first talked when you were a high school senior just talking about you coming to montana state now here we are you're at the big sky kickoff representing the cats so i'm sure it seems like it's flown by but what what do you think of this honor sort of just representing your team your school here uh this week at the big sky kickoff oh yeah it's been awesome it's uh it's a cool deal um yeah it's definitely an honor just yeah to be able to represent the cats try to do it the right way and it's been a cool deal kind of getting to meet some of these guys off the field from the other teams and uh, getting to meet the the guy behind the numbers, you know, I, I obviously great players here and have a lot of respect for all of them and loved watching all of them. So it's been really cool to to get to know some of their personalities. That's one of my favorite parts about being at this event is just sort of watching the players mingle and and I think everybody sort of realizes or or gets reaffirmed that hey we're kind of all in the same shoes we all we all grind hard this is a really challenging sport to be a part of but also a really rewarding one too so i mean do you see that do you sort of see the similarities when you meet some of your opponents oh yeah for sure um yeah obviously we all know the grind i mean we all last night were talking about our schedules and fall camp and all that and yeah everything's everything's the same everyone feels the same way. I mean, other than one or two guys, we're all seniors. So we've all been through it for, for quite a while, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been awesome. And yeah, everybody's been, been really cool and super appreciative of the big sky. And it's, it's been a good time. 
Well, this time of year, I know it's always uh, nose of the grindstone getting ready for the year, and, and summer workouts can be a grind, but now here you are going through it for the last time, and I know you guys had your, you guys are having your, your last workout later on this week. So, I mean, has that sunk in? And, and, I mean, how do you sort of embrace this opportunity that's just sort of the anniversary of the end over and over and over again? Yeah, uh, yeah, it has started to hit me a little bit. Some of, some of the first laughs have come up, you know, last time running some of the hills, uh, last time doing certain workouts and stuff, the last PRP, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's slowly hitting me, but just, yeah, trying not to let it, you know, distract right now. We got a lot of work ahead of us, a lot of football to play still. So, uh, you know, save all that stuff for the end. Hopefully win, finish on a good note and, That'll make it a whole lot better to to think about all that stuff. Nuana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Nolan Askelson joining us on the Regis Brothers RV phone line. Part of our Brawl of the Wild by the Mile. Town Pump, our great partner, helping take us on the road all season long. Appreciate those guys for all of their support of this and also of their support of college football across the state of Montana. I know that last year didn't end how you guys wanted, even though you had one of the great years in school history. I mean, undefeated in the Big Sky, first Big Sky title in a decade, 12 wins, ties a school record. I mean, all of it is is uh, really, really impressive. But I know you, 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 didn't, you, you didn't quite get it done losing there in Brookings in the semifinals of South Dakota State. So how much has that motivated you guys coming into this season? Um, yeah, a lot. Um, obviously, we... That's our goal, man. Is, is national champions. Um, I think we all know we're we're capable of it, and we're we're at that level now that that we can talk about those things. And it's a reality, and yeah, you know, we've thought about it a lot, man. Um, we've had to be honest with ourselves and look back at that game and and hand it to them, man. They they were a great team, and they outplayed us that day. Um, physically, they were tougher, and the big thing that we've been really trying to address is that that mental toughness. You know, it was a cold day. You know bad conditions, whatever you want to say, um, probably affected, affected us more than it, more than it should have. So that's just stuff we've yeah been trying to address, uh, get physically tougher, but also get mentally tougher, put ourselves in uncomfortable situations and try to find ways to work around it and, and build some resiliency. So cause we know, you know, we got another, another tough schedule ahead of us and, you know, hoping for another long season with some tough games. And we know those are going to be dogfights and, in the fourth quarter, a lot of those games come down to who's who's physically and mentally tougher. How are you doing? How are you feeling physically? Oh, I'm I'm feeling really good, ready to go. Um, it's been attacking rehab this off season, uh, but yeah, I'm feeling good, ready to go for fall camp. Um, really confident. I'm gonna be a hundred percent by uh, week one. And how about your new number? I know this is something you just could be asked uh, about you or uh, to you about it for uh, all season long. But uh, I mean, a great honor for you. Congratulations, wearing the the forty one legacy number there at Montana State. But what uh, what do you think of this honor, and and uh, how do you sort of hope to to represent the jersey? Uh, thanks, I appreciate that. And um, yeah, no, it, it's an honor. Exactly. Um, you know, when I first heard about it, I just thought back to all the guys who've worn forty one since I've been here, and. They're, they're just all guys who did it the right way, who earned everything they ever got, you know, guys that were tough, that character, accountability, you know, all that stuff we talk about, who, who understood what the state meant and, and you know, took it to heart, man. And they're all great leaders, um, each in their own way. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, as far as 
building on to it, just trying to continue to build that legacy of 41, keep it going. Um, hopefully the guy, whoever gets it next year, a few years down the road, will, will say the same thing about me. Nolan Askelson here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, live from the Big Sky kickoff in Spokane, Washington. Appreciate these guys for taking some time out as they have a ton of interviews coming up. Uh, just some questions about the, the broader scope in the league. First of all, I think it's really interesting how much uh, depth and talent there is on the offensive line, first at Montana State, but also just in the conference. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that a lot of the guys got an extra year or two to get bigger and stronger because of the, the COVID years and the, the uh, sort of the delayed eligibility and all that. So uh, how would you just evaluate the offensive line talent in the league? It seems like there's just a lot of veteran guys around the conference. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's definitely great. Um, yeah, like you said, every team has at least one or two guys that, that are real dudes. But um, I guess the thing I've noticed even since my freshman year to now is just, just like you said, everybody is, is big now. There's, I mean, you look at Weaver State's line, I think they're averaging like 320 pounds or something. So, yeah, it's there's definitely talent here. And um, to that, you know, I think that's, that's what it's going to take to compete with the North Dakota State, South Dakota State. I think that's what programs are starting to understand and then seeing that, you know, games are one up front. So yeah, it's definitely seems like it's, it's been something that's gotten more importance lately and, and guys are, guys are recruiting those big linemen and it's, it's awesome. I love competing with all of them. And I know the guys at our, at our school are, you know, right up there with the best of them. So getting to practice against those guys uh, day in and day out is makes it so much easier on Saturday. And when it comes to the linebackers, uh, the, uh, the the preseason player of the year in the league, Winston Reed is a linebacker. But also there's a whole bunch of guys that have played a lot of football but then have these sort of elevated opportunities like yourself and Danny Yu. And, and I know the guys at Montana, same deal. You know, Braxton Hill and Levi Janet Carroll, good players, but they've, be, they've been behind some guys or they've battled some stuff just like you guys have. So uh, what do you sort of think of this opportunity? It seems like there's a lot of guys in the league that – have great talent that are produced in this league, but they have elevated opportunities coming into this year. Uh, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I feel like this conference always has great linebackers. Um, even being here, there's uh, four other linebackers, and I know they're they're all great players. And uh, Yeah, it's just great competition. Um, it's great when you're watching film and you can see other great linebackers making plays, and you can kind of envision yourself in their shoes and and pick out things that you like or maybe make some adjustments here or just, just see where they're getting their success from against different teams. So uh, it's awesome. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to competing with all those guys. And uh, great dudes, all, all the, the four guys that are here are awesome guys. And, you know, they're all that linebacker tough and, and also got to be smart. So, so they're, they're, some, they're some cool guys. Nolan Askelson here on Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio. The last couple of things for you. Uh, I know it was a big transition both in terms of personnel and and sort of just an adjustment of, of play calling last year, learning the new – I know it was a, sort of the similar defense, but a new play caller, and you also had to replace a ton of really talented guys. How much more comfortable do you guys feel uh, as a defensive unit there at Montana State just with uh, Willie Matt Garza as the play caller and, and uh, just sort of uh, everything that's changed over the last year or so? Uh, yeah, man, I think we're, we're – Feeling a lot better. Um, I know we're all excited, man. I know up front, that front four, I think, is going to be fighting for the best D-line in the nation, in my opinion. Um, and got some, some young guys, kind of like you were talking about the linebackers that 
are good players but have just been waiting waiting their turn behind some other good players. So I'm excited for all of them to step up. And, you know, we went back and watched a lot of film last year and, and found where our weaknesses were and have been making a lot of adjustments. And um, I think it's, it's going to help us out a lot this year. But I, I'm really excited to get going and to see some of these new faces on the field. I think they're going to make some splashes. And expectations, uh, Montana. I think you guys have done such a great job of just laying that out clearly. I think that you guys, uh, it seems pretty clear that Montana State wants to compete for a national championship. So how do you how do you go about doing that? You guys have been competing for national championships. How do you get over the top and actually become a national champion? Oh yeah, that's uh, you know that's what we're trying to figure out. But um, you know, just like every other team, man, you got to handle your business. You got to show up and, and prove yourself day in and day out, and. You know, it, it doesn't start at the season. It started the day that we lost in Brookings, man. It started that, that next day we got to work. And uh, it's it's a long season, so I, I really think it's that consistency, showing up every day, every week, um, not overlooking anybody. The big sky's deep, man. Every Saturday you got you to gotta show up and bring your A game or, or you could get smacked around. So just not losing focus, I think, is, is a big thing, especially with how long that season can get if you do make it down to Frisco. Um, just staying locked in, keeping the big picture in mind, uh, and being able to ride some highs and lows, you know, in, in a football season. There's there's going to be so many ups and downs, but you just got to stay even keel and, and keep working towards the ultimate goal. Nolan Askelson here on New Orleans Now. Montana State Bobcat, senior linebacker out of Billings, Montana. Best of luck, man. Can't wait for the season. It's right around the corner, but it uh, should be a fun one. And, and uh, enjoy your last ride, man. Thanks for taking some time for us today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Colter. It's kind of wild when, you, especially the guys from Montana that are so, that are great high school players. When you get to know them, like because high school sports, I mean, it's one of our bread and butters around here on Nuanas now, and and they get, you know, I mean, the the best players in the state rise to a certain level of of fame in Montana. And Nolan Askelson was certainly one of the best players in Montana, and one of the most decorated players in Montana, the Double A Player of the Year there at Billings Senior uh, during that great run for the Bronx and. Uh, he broke in the lineup early at Montana State, but he struggled with some injuries. He's he's hurt his knee a couple times, but now he's back healthy, and I think he's primed for a, a big senior year. So it'll be fun to follow along with him uh, there at MSU. It's always fun watching uh, when the Montana kids do good, uh, do well there at uh, either the you know the Grizz or the Cats. You want us now? ESPN Radio. I have no idea what we're going to talk about next. Maybe Tommy will just rage chaos. You don't want to miss it. Don't change the dial. Keep it right here. 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Groovy. I, I told Tommy, I said, you can pick whatever song you want for the last uh, return tune. That was on. nice of you to tell your producer. Well, right, I know. You can I pick know, a song. I know, I know. <laughs> I, just, I, I should just, I just really wanted to play some Incubus and some Bad Flower today. For we sure. had such a great night uh, at, the, at the chaos. But next time you produce the show, Playlist is all yours. You're the one that created this. You're the one that created playing the music on the way back. i just been curating it because, you know, <laughs> if it was up to Andrew, all we'd listen to was Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> no honest now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Missing the show today, you can find all of it on the Nuanas Now podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications. The M Store, where they're all grizz all the time, and the MSU Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org.
Uh, we got football kick season kicked off in fine fashion today. All sorts of talk coming out of the Big Sky kickoff. That will be a central theme of the week uh, and the upcoming months uh, and uh, just pretty much for the rest of 2023. Crazy that we're into the, the uh, second half of the year and that football is basically uh, coming down the pipe fast, less than 50 days to kick off for college football and the NFL. Uh, so we'll have plenty of football talk here uh, over the next couple weeks. So we got a couple minutes left, but uh, I still can't get over this Pokemon Go. Oh, it's the best thing so ever. So what do you do? You catch the Pokemon and then you get points? So like, you got to catch point? them all. Haven't you been watching? Haven't you been alive since the 90s? you got to catch them all. This that's is, the first thing. But that's not the best thing in the world, really. Okay, what's the best thing in the world now? The best thing is I have, for the first time in my life, dented... My car, like I now have damage to my car. It didn't come from a football, a baseball, an accident, no Coulter. It came from an angry man on the street. Stop. Whom I passed. He didn't like me passing him. You asked Rachel this. She can verify the story. Right by Franklin Park, this guy takes his shoe off, throws it at my car, Bounces Stop. it off the hood. I have a dent now. Threw a shoe at you. Threw his shoe at me. <laughs> Rachel goes, this guy, it's so hot. The pavement has to burn his feet. So then he's walking around behind us screaming, and he has no shoes on. Now, Coulter, I saw him over the weekend with big rubber boots on, like 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 rubber galoshes. It's too hot <laughs> to be wearing that stuff. Have you ever, has anyone ever thrown their shoe at you before? Never, never, never had a shoe thrown at me. I guess would, that was the first time. For would me. you consider throwing your shoe at somebody? Uh, definitely not. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I can think of a person uh, or two. Yeah, well, maybe. Uh, certainly not when I'm outside, though, walking, as your uh, beautiful fiance said, uh, walking on the hot pavement just seems non-conducive. It's a lose-lose-lose, I think, uh, all the way around. When are we going to go to three hours with this show? Uh... Whenever you start doing my sales. <laughs> okay, so never. <laughs> I hope I hope our boss is listening. Tommy can use some sales clients. <laughs> we appreciate Thanks. you for being here with us. We will be back at it uh, at 4 p.m. tomorrow. It's been sort of a whirlwind, so uh, I don't know the specifics of what's coming up, but we will certainly have some senior spotlights this week. We will certainly have uh, the renewal of our Where Are They Now series with Krista Redpath, and we'll certainly have plenty, and I mean plenty, of Big Sky Conference football talk. Thanks to Town Pump Town Pump Brawl of the Wild by the Mile. We'll have some giveaways later on this week as well. Plus, there's a big fight coming up in Missoula as well. We got tickets for that both tomorrow and Wednesday. So, a ton of stuff coming down the pipe. We'll see you back here at 4 p.m. tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.